Welcome, everybody, to an episode of the Keepers of the Book. I'm your host, Maz, joined here with my shard bearer, Jordan. And, yeah. man, you're getting all the titles, dude. I get nothing. I'm just the guy who talks. I'm the world world singer. Yes. Yeah, I'm the world singer, and you're the Sixo. shard bearer. Gancho. Um, no, Sixo is the gancho. No, Lopen is gancho, right? He's the one who says gancho. He's got one arm. Yeah, and he's the one who says gancho, right? Lopen does. Is there any way in this universe for him to get his arm back? Whoo. Okay, let's theorize this, okay? Um Okay, what about uh Emperor Soul? The stamp thing. I mean, I guess if they if if she could change the history of what his or his arm like went through, she could maybe get I guess it back. if you transferred over the investiture from the shards on Elantris. Mm, or just take him to Cell. Cell's the planet, right? Yeah, Elantris. that'd be cool. They'd have to find a perpendicularity to go through though. Is that how is that how that works? Yes. In the Cosmere? Okay. Yes. Well there's other what there's other ways. Um yeah, there's world jumpers, they, but yeah, there's like we well, don't that, know exactly how the Well the only way for world jumpers to go through is through the perpendicularity. If if they don't have perpendicularity, I'm pretty sure there's other ways, we just don't know them yet. Got it. Okay. Well um anyways, today we'll be covering chapters thirteen to twenty two. And I'll be honest with you guys, not a whole lot that we can really talk about right now, uh, unfortunately. And when I pick these, I pick these chapters arbitrarily, right? It's not like I read ahead of time and then I'm like, okay, we're going to cover these. Um, it's not pretty much like, it, 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 we set it in stone to give us parameters, because if, yeah. if not, I'll read off into oblivion and Miles will be stuck at chapter two. Hey, now. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> Well, there. That's that's some blasphemy. Anyways, um, but yeah, it, like you said, it, it gives us a set of structure, and like I said, we don't read ahead, so I don't know what's coming up. So, unfortunately, this episode is just not going to have like, too much in terms of substance. Um, but it's not like there's nothing. Uh, we get uh, Adolin, who just <laughs> bashes in. Okay, so we need to talk about this. Does he punch? Uh, doesn't he punch his faceplate into like? Yeah, he cracks it. I think he cracks it and actually breaks the mask off the shard plate. Um, on top of that, though, uh, he he gets what's called the uh, capital T thrill, right? We've seen um, Dalinar have that as well. Oh, you're talking about as in the thrill, like a like the a thr- feeling. Yeah, and but it, it seems it's not just like you know, oh, the thrill and the agony. There's it. it they Sanderson explicitly uses capital T thrill, so there's like. Kind of like, you know, capital P pattern. Yeah, there's like, there's something there. It's not just, oh, the thrill of battle. There's something, there's like a berserker mode almost that, uh, down oh, the Alethi get. Yeah. yeah. It's like an Alethi thing. So, like, my thing would be, why isn't there a sprint accompanying that? You know what I mean? Like, if there's a sprint for just about everything else, do they get, like, is there a sprint going to come out of nowhere for the thrill? Like, that seems like. Maybe the, maybe the sprint. I don't like. Maybe the thrill is not of honor, right? Maybe the thrill is of odium. <laughs> yeah, no, I, that that was literally what I was uh, making my way up to. But yeah, you, I think you I personally, if my theory is correct, I think you nailed in your your thing on the same plane that I am. That yeah, I think the Spren don't like. In fact, they don't like the thrill. And uh, I think still. Says that about that she doesn't like Adolin and 
Renarin, I want to say, because she doesn't like Shardbearers. She said that it's not right. Quote, unquote, yeah. right. Like, it's not right for them to own Shard, Plate, and Blade. And I think at one point, Adolin even says himself that he doesn't feel like naming the sword because he says it doesn't feel right. So there, Adolin, we've seen that he ha- he seems to have some sort of perceptive ability. Like he, almost he, clairvoyant. Yeah, because, I mean, he was the only one. At, at the time, I thought maybe he just did it. He happened to be right out of hatred for Sadius. Right. But he was the only one that was like, dude, I'm not trusting Sadius. Like, there's just something not right. I, I don't think he can be trusted. I don't think he could have trusted. He kept repeating that to Dalinar. And Dalinar, of course, you know, in his misinterpretation of the visions, uh, insisted on trusting him. But uh, Adolin never did. And I think, again, here, he has this, again, like this... I, I assume sense. to be collect yeah yeah that's I think that's a perfect way to put it he has a sixth sense about him where he just knows that like this is not right for me to name the sword so and I it's and maybe maybe it's because it's not a true bond you know what I mean because mm-hmm. I mean I'm assuming I'm assuming other people might feel that way they just don't talk about it because it might not be proper or something like that in the Alethic community. Yeah. Like, why would you talk bad about something that's so powerful, I guess you could say? Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, Alethi culture just seems to revel in war, right? So they'd um, shard anything that would further the machine, of <laughs> the war machine, right? The war uh, machine. Yeah. Then it's just going to further their uh, agenda. Right. But uh, Kaladin, uh, oh, yeah, Amaram and. Amram comes into their camp, and Dalinar really likes Kaladin. Or Dalinar. Da- Amram. Dalinar really likes Amram. Yeah. Sorry. And, but yeah, okay, I need to... What are your... I don't know if we ever talked about it in detail, but what are your thoughts on Amram? Um, well, we know what he did to Kaladin, right? So, right. I don't know, man. Obviously, in the Alethi community... The whole dark eyes and everything, the light eyes, dark eyes confrontation that they have. Obviously, he saw it as doing something right when ultimately, I mean, he was killing people. So really, it could be seen as, I mean, you know what I mean? So from both perspectives, we have this, oh, I'm doing something for the greater good. Or in Callan's perspective, it's, oh, this man is a horrible person. So, I mean, we don't know anything more than what he did originally. So he could be a good person. It just... In his eyes, he thought that what he was doing was good. I have to agree. Um, and I'm going to add to that. If you remember when... And it doesn't... Some of you are going to be like, okay, well, how does that make it that much better? But I think it's of note. When he took that shard blade from Kaladin, he was... As Sanderson made it a point to note that he seemed troubled by it. Like, he did not... It obviously was not his first choice. And I, I'm not trying to justify what he did. I'm not trying to say what was done was good. But I, I do think that there's something to be said there. Plus, you have to sense. look at the community that they're in. The society that they're in would... I mean, it's just dark-eyed soldiers. Oh, well. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. And the fact that he even feels bad, I think, says more to it than, you know... 
Do you get what I'm trying to say? I, I don't know yeah, but sincere. Like him as, feeling bad says more to his character, I think. Right. I, I agree. And as the book goes on, maybe Amram gets what's coming to him. But for now, all we know is this very little. I honestly scene. think Amram's gonna die heroically, and Kaladin's gonna be like, "Okay, you know what? He's redeemed himself." Uh, that's what I think personally. I don't know. You just I don't know. It's obviously we're the reader, and we have an above ground view there. But you know, you mess with the wrong guy. Kaladin's gonna get you back. Yeah. Which. <clears throat> so I started thinking as well. Um, I need to keep an eye on uh, Moash, right? Because Moash dropped a little nugget for us at the end of the last book, where he said that he was also wronged by a light eyes, and he's he doesn't see Kaladin as his bigger than life guy. He just sees him as a means to an end, and that end being you know revenge on someone, right? Uh, so there's there's something there. Uh, I in I have a feeling we know the light eyes. Like, we know the character. We just don't know which character it is that he dislikes. And I'll be honest, part of me thinks it's Alucard. The king? Yeah. I mean, what could have the king have done? Like, no sanctioned idea. his people to death or something? No idea. Uh, it may not even be him directly. It could just be that he hates uh, Gavilar, and uh, oh. he can't get revenge on Gavilar, so he's going to go after Alucard. I need to quit putting all these names so similar. Oh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I don't know. The, the, the fantasy names, they hit different. They yeah, really my favorite name is definitely Kelsier. Kelsier is a sick name. Um, if I could name Dalinar's my second probably, child Kelsier, I would probably do it. But my wife would probably say no. I plan on naming, if and when I get a dog, I plan on naming my dog Dalinar. Or if it's Dalinar. a girl, Shalon. Yeah, and... I don't know. I. But I the know. dog has to name be darker dogs rock because the Blackthorn. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm going to name my dog Gancho. Gancho. And That's a good the... one. That's a good dog that, name. Yeah, that is a good, good dog name. What's that one from um, Elantris again? Uh, Sule. Sule. Uh, Sule. Sule, yeah. Sule. Hey, Sule. Um, but yeah, no, I. Amarim. I'm not. I, I'm on. I'll be honest. I, and I do this sometimes, and it annoys my wife a lot when we watch TV shows. I just get a certain vibe about certain characters where I'm like, I, I feel like the author's trying to make me dislike him, and I'm not falling for it. And that's the vibes I get with Amram. But we I like, but we dislike Sadius, right? We can agree oh, on that. Oh, 100% no. Okay. Sadius needs okay. to die. Sadius <laughs> needs to die. Um, on the cognitive level. Uh, cognitive. He needs to just go straight to the spirit level. It's yeah. done. <laughs> Thrust into what's called Shadesmar. Yeah, you don't get to you don't get to stop and talk to the god. You have to go. <laughs> yeah. Um th- on the Shalon side, there's not a whole lot going on. She gets rescued by Talako's uh, you know, slave caravan, and then they get attacked. Th- this what she did here honestly was kind of brilliant, right? Uh, the way she handled this. Uh so they're they run up onto a caravan and they see that there are bandits approaching from behind. And then they mm-hmm. get up to another caravan, and then that caravan is like, well, you can't go ahead because there's bandits up ahead. And she's just like, all right, fine. So she runs up to the caravan that's up ahead. And this is brilliant, honestly. She's like, oh, come quick. I see that you're soldiers. You can come save me. And the soldier's like, we're not who you think we are. And she she perfectly knew when to drop the act. And I think that was brilliant. And she and- says, listen, like we can just pretend like you are not who we are. Uh, well, no, you are, and you can just, you know, salvage the situation, 
save us and become return to becoming heroes. Right. And this is like forgotten soldier type deal. Like these guys are uh, deserters, right? Yeah. Yeah. They're hundred percent deserters. And in, uh, <clears throat> this is where, and I think this skill is lost on a lot of people. Um, and I don't know if it was ever a thing, to be honest with you. I and mean, this is not me trying to say, oh, you know, because these days. No, I, I firmly do not believe that most people possess a skill throughout, you know, um, mankind's history. That the ability to look at life from someone else's perspective and someone else's history and whatnot, it's a very difficult thing to do because you got to do it on an individual level. And here she, she is, Shalon. She's evaluated that all these soldiers, you know, they deserted war for one reason or another but they probably being a deserter of war is not a light thing especially if you're deserting an alethi you know warlike culture like the alethis right like right they, they're, I, I cannot imagine there being a bigger dishonor than that so for them to desert their stations like that it's they're they're hunted they're fugitives they right. you know just dishonored so for them they're probably thinking she and she evaluated this correctly it was wonderful she correctly surmise that you know what they're probably looking a way to get back in and right. what better way than to you know save a damsel in distress save these slavers and whatnot and get some money back and it worked it really worked yeah. and she and, never she never said she was betrothed to adolin either she never mentioned that yeah and i think that was actually smart i agree and i, <laughs> I that's what i was gonna say it's smart because then then that's more of like a hostage situation yeah, yeah. and this is where i think um I don't know. This this again goes into can you read the situation that you're in right at that moment? Because who knows? Maybe in the you know in the future she may need to drop that little bit of details. But this is where like playing cards close to your chest and yeah. you know her being with uh, Yasna. <laughs> Rest in peace. Um, Rest in peace. <laughs> Rest in pieces. Yeah, uh, her being with Yasna, I think, is what. Uh, really gave, gave the her, confidence it's not, yeah they both the confidence and the intellect because she was with yasna in court for some time and and let's not forget she herself comes from a noble house so right. she this she's used to um oh we did also figure out that shalon's mother had a lover that she herself the shalon herself killed her mother and her mother's lover yeah do we did and we we don't really figure out how. Yes, I'm willing to bet shard blade. <laughs> I mean, you saying that she has a shard blade, man. I'm not uh, letting go of that. Yeah, I know, but but think about it though. Think about what you just said. She has pattern, right? Yes. I mean, she's a nice there, radiant. 100%. I mean, I mean, is is there any is there any equivocal evidence? I mean, is there any evidence that those things are equivocal? I mean, look at Kaladin, right? He has sill. And then he has, he doesn't have a shard blade, but he's got, he might, he's might as well have one, right? Dude, if he doesn't get a shard spear, I'm going to cry. Dude, he, it, it has to be a spear. What do you know how crazy it would be if he actually crafted his own shard spear? Like, if you could craft your own shard weapon, I would definitely do a mallet. I don't know why, but it would be a mallet. A mallet. A freaking mallet. I, I'd 100% do a spear. I got long arms. The spear would play right into it <laughs> no i just want to break it over somebody i mean i guess it wouldn't i guess it goes straight through their body wouldn't it what the mallet yeah see the mallet you crush uh, the it, no it depends on how big the mallet is if the mallet is big enough um you it wouldn't penetrate it would bigger be... than an elden ring mallet those are big 
<laughs> what can you get dual wield shard blades we haven't figured this Dude, out yet okay we need to talk about this darth maul shard blades <laughs> that'd be cool but anyway we gotta get back on track yeah yeah um so <clears throat> yeah herc and then i think honestly um i did not care for kaladin's backstory like his uh the, the TN mom dad thing. Yeah, it's like he got old quick. Shalons, I mean, see, however, is shrouded in mystery. And absolutely. All, all her brothers and how the brothers played into everything yes. else. Okay, so she had an older brother who left. Uh, and, Helenin, Hel- um, Helen, uh, oh, Halarin? Halarin? Something like that. You're yeah. right. And so I think he had a falling out with their dad, and he leaves, and he says something like, you know, uh give give this back to me when i return mm-hmm. uh yeah so i have a feeling that halaran found out about the ghost bloods and didn't like it and he was or uh, he's with them or yeah like we did too and then and, and like maybe there were the ghost bloods and then the father was like trying to leave the ghost bloods and halaran was like all right you can't just do that because he's more devout ghost blood right and I'm assuming these ghost bloods are the people that are in the background, right? Because I have a feeling that the ghost bloods are to this world what um, Wax's uncle was to their world. Wax's I mean, un- yeah. And uh, I don't have a hard time with this because then we have the ghost bloods, but then we have Hoyd. If you, if you think about it, Hoyd is not with the ghost bloods. So yeah, that yeah, means that there's sure. two factions. Yeah. There's two well, factions. For sure, but yeah, yeah, 100%. Well, I don't. I wouldn't say that Hoyt is part of any faction, really. He just seems like Wanderer. I'm just here to, yeah, I'm just here to observe, have fun, and sing about stuff. And play I'm my flute. All, I'm, out of, <laughs> I'm all out of music to <laughs> sing about. Yeah, he he seems like he's just do. If you're a mortal, right? Like, what do you do? Uh, I can find plenty of things to do. No, I I I could, but not in that world. I think. I could in this world when you just have so many books to read and whatnot, you know, books. That's true. That's true. That's true. But yeah, no, I just, uh, <sighs> okay. So we, we, we have some mystery about Shalon. We still don't know about Moash's, uh, light. eye hatred of hatred, some sort. Yeah. Yeah. About that history. Amram. Okay. So we do, we do need to talk about this. And whenever he brought up the Amram story to Dalinar, how did you think, what did you think of Dalinar's response to that? Did you think that that response was fair? Uh, yes, in the society that they're in. Because, I mean, you got to think, they've been friends, A. B, Amram has done honorable things in their eyes. So, you know, somebody that he just, you know, Dalinar saved these men because Don, Dalinar is an honorable man. man. But, like, you have to think that there's a possibility it could be true. So why not hold Kaladin off from trying to blow his brains in and then figure it out for myself? You know what I mean? Like, I just – his response to me was completely fair because you can't just – it'd be like – it'd be like me getting recruited by an army general and then being this captain that got promoted out of nowhere and then telling the general that, another general is just a not you know just a terrible guy he'd have to be like okay i have to research this before i even make an accusation but it sounds kind of wild 
You know what I mean? So I'll do you one better. I would say it's even a good reaction, even if you take into consideration, even if you put aside the consideration of culture. Because from Dalinar's perspective, yeah, Kaladin has my, uh, a trusted soldier of mine has brought forward um, an accusation against another trusted soldier. Uh, you can't just like, all right, go execute him. You can't just do that. No, I mean, it he, doesn't work that way. He, he has, he brings up a good point. It's like, it can't just be like, you know, he said, she said situation. You need to give me something concrete. In Kaladin, in my opinion, in his anger and his, honestly his racism against the light eyes, he just gets all, uh, you know, upset about it. Like, in, in my opinion, unfair. Towards Dalinar, he's like, oh, he just doesn't listen to me. He's like, dude, he didn't listen to you because he listened to you. He just didn't give you the answer that you wanted. Right. You got to give him something concrete. Right. You got to yeah. show him some sort of evidence or yeah. maybe something. You got to give him something to, because I mean, dude, could you imagine, could you imagine the general of your army just like executing or like removing a, what's looked at by everyone else, a, a very, Honorable man. Not honorable. And the, the, he said himself that Amram's, remember, Amram's part of Sadius' army. And he said that amongst Sadius' army, Amram's like one of the best soldiers. Right. So, granted, Downer couldn't do anything about him anyways, even if he wanted to at the moment. But, I mean, again, you know, you, like, the, the rest of the soldiers are going to lose so much faith in Downer. It's like, dude, he just, without any sort of say, he kind of just turned on him. So, yeah, no, I agree with you. I think... Um, uh, I think Kaladin's being a little rash. Yeah, a little, little rash. But it's an emotional. I thing think for him. you use a, a kinder word than I would have. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think he's just he he needs to, for lack of a better word, grow up and figure out and like realize that you're in like the a grown up world now where we can't just be like, all right, okay, well, time to go killing. <laughs> you, need to, you need to bring proper evidence. You need to bring proper. There's a whole due process here. You can't. Right. We can't just right. throw one of our top generals under the bus just because you said so. Um, and again, it's not like he said he's not going to do anything either. He, uh, Dalinar, for what it's worth, did say he was going to go to uh, Amram and like discuss it with him and whatnot. And, which I don't know if that's necessarily the best way of doing everything. Like. Doing that's that, a terrible but, way of doing it, but that's okay. Um, yeah, but at least it's. I, I doubt. At least I hope uh, that Dalinar does not go up to, uh, and hey, you know. So how'd you get that Charvet? Like I hope he comes goes at it in a little bit more of a acting. Yeah, to, yeah, yeah. But you know, and I don't but know. If he, does, I, if he does cut Amaran's head off, I mean, that'd be cool too. Yeah, I mean. I guess that means Kaladin gets his sharp blade back, right? Uh, yeah, I don't know. See, and that's the thing. Kaladin doesn't want the shard blade. He just wants justice for his men that he Which, killed. that's so stupid. Dog, just take the shard blade, all right? He could have had shard plate and shard blade. I know. But that would have made him a light eyes, and he would have not. Which is so stupid. Just be just be better, all right? Just... Yeah, I mean, you got to think, man. You can... What is it, like the fourth dawn or something that you become if you take a shard blade? Like... You're like one of the highest people in society. Why would you not? Yep. But I guess it's one of those moral things. You know, he's try. This book is all about honor. So I mean, 
again, we we kind of got to I kind of got to realize that when I'm like, don't be an idiot. But really, he's trying to be honor, you know, have honor about it. Yep. Yeah. Is what it is. But that'll about cover it from us for that episode. Next time we'll be covering chapters twenty four down to. Uh, let's go ahead and just do. I don't know how much that is. Yeah, we'll do it all the interludes. So, interludes, that's I, right? Or yes. one? Yeah, I dash eight. <laughs> we start over chapter one again. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, so we'll, we'll, we'll just do 23 and then all the way down to the beginning of part three. We won't right. start part three, but. And you know, it's going to be, I'm assuming it's going to be a little bit more backstory before we get any action. I, and I'm in this, in this book. Yeah, in this book, it seems like they're going to give us a ton of backstory and then just dump, dump it all into one, like, eight-chapter section. Can't wait. Hit me with really? it. <laughs> I love that Sandra Lanchard. I can't get enough of I know that. it. I know it you do. Really... And then you, st- you can't stop reading. You can't stop reading, and then I'm just sitting there texting Jordan, like, oh, my God. Oh, my God, what is happening? You guys should have seen me when I was finishing up Bands of Morning. Do you remember? Oh. I called you, and I was like, oh. dude, what is happening? Bro, That's and it, and then just just for everybody knows, Lost Metal came out. Yes, so. yes. So, okay, so let's go ahead and talk about that now as well. Uh, Lost Metal, we will cover after Rhythm of War. Um, yes, because by the, I think by the time we after we cover Rhythm Rhythm of, cover with Rhythm of War, oh my gosh, after we cover cover Rhythm of War. <clears throat> Isn't Sanderson working on the fifth novel of yeah, Stormlight? Yeah, so okay, so we may we may adjust it, but I don't want to stop in the middle of the series and cut over. No, absolutely, Lost Metal. absolutely, absolutely. Just, because it's not like we Lost Metal is a relatively ch- it's not as chunky as Stormlight, but it's no. relative, it's chunkier than the other three in this in era two. So it's gonna take right. us probably two months of podcast time at least to finish it i assume and yeah it's just uh, that kind of break stormlight is a fantasy an epic fantasy right in a way that mistborn simply isn't right so there's a lot of detail a lot of characters and whatnot and i don't want to break up that rhythm hey, Can you imagine um, in a a stormlight invested mistborn with feral ki- like a stormlight twin born feral chemist and alamancer like pretty much hoyd yeah i was gonna say it's not just hoyd so like if we ever get to see hoyd's power it's just gonna be an insane amount of nonsense yeah oh my god uh could you imagine oh that's an anime that's anime material right there and what if he could stamp himself stamp himself and turn him into something else he's just gonna stamp himself and turn himself into a shard (laughs) stamp himself and get nightblood um turn into nightblood maybe that's how they made nightblood with all of the investiture around the Cosmere. Yeah, maybe. Vasher Vasher is a world hopper. So I mean he could have went he could have figured out a way for hemallergy to spike the shard blade into the into the stamped sword of uh, I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I dude, I, there's so many like combinations that you can make and and there's I guarantee you there's a lot that I haven't even thought of. Which that, that just excites me more than anything. But I think we have rambled on long enough. Uh, Thank you all for listening. We'll catch you all next time.